You're listening to This Hong Kong Life, a podcast of stories and conversations with everyday youth across Hong Kong. Every week, we bring you episodes that reflect the unique bilingual nature of our city's culture, sharing the voices and thoughts of young people growing up and living in the city we call home. Welcome to Season 3. Our theme is Mental Health and Me. Welcome back to This Hong Kong Life, and October 10th was World Mental Health Day. So this whole week, we are highlighting different young people and their stories around mental health. And in particular, we have two guests today, and they've been doing a lot of really cool projects in their school highlighting mental health. So we wanted to invite them to share what they've been up to. Nyasa and Haining, welcome to the show. Hi. Before we start, just one question for you both. How did Hong Kong become your home? Maybe we can start with you, Haining. So originally, I'm from Malaysia and Singapore. But I moved here when I was three years old, so essentially I was raised in Hong Kong. That's cool. And how about you, Nyasa? Um, my family's from India, and we used to live there. And then we moved to London, and then my dad got a job here, and we've been living here for the last 14 years. Cool. So I guess Hong Kong really is home for you then, for you both. Uh, what's your favorite thing to do in Hong Kong? I personally love going to coffee shops and exploring around, so I do photography in my free time. I specialize in event photography and portrait photography, but um, I also really like doing creative and surrealist stuff. So I think Hong Kong has a lot of cool like backdrops and landscapes to do that. Wow, photography. You're absolutely right. Um, how about you, Nyasa? What do you like doing in Hong Kong? Um, I love eating. I really like to eat. So visiting new restaurants in Hong Kong is like always something I love to do with my friends. And so did you know each other uh, before? Uh, how long have you known each other? Um, I actually joined my school around two years ago now. So that's when I first met Hainang. We actually were on the same floor rooming in boarding school at that time so we got to know each other pretty well then boarding school was not in hong kong at that time no it was in hangzhou because there was no COVID then um so (laughs) so you could travel yeah so we could travel it was a really good experience and we got to know each other like pretty well then that's cool and how about you hining what was your first impression of nyasa I think it was pretty cool. Like, it was a good way for her to be introduced into our school community. So I've been at Chinese International School since year seven. And um, I thought, like, to give some context, our school has a one-year boarding experience program in Hangzhou, China. So I think it was a great way for Niasa to really get to know people the moment she joined, which is through living with them. Yeah, no, for sure. But, you know, I I think studying there, your main goal was to learn Chinese, right? Not actually. I think... One of the major goals, while Chinese immersion was a major part, um, I think it was very focused on personal development as like students and people in general. So we had a lot of experience trips that were uh, focused and around sort of getting to know each other and communication skills, as well as having a lot of um, interdisciplinary projects that sort of built our cultural understanding and sort of exploration projects as well yeah well sounds like it's a full immersion experience but at least did you pick up any chinese honey did you pick up any chinese at all um i personally speak mandarin at home okay then (laughs) so i mean it was it was it was better because there's more opportunities for mandarin speaking outside right yeah makes sense So now that you're both back in Hong Kong, I think one of the reasons why we wanted to invite you on the show was uh, to share about this project that you're doing. Can you share a little bit more about what you're doing in honor of World Mental Health Day? Maybe we'll start with you, Hanning. 
So、um, Nyasa and I started our mental health organization in our school, and it's called Peace of Mind, short form Palm. And our goal is to essentially just build a conversation around mental health and have a platform for our peers and members of our community to share their experiences regarding mental health, well-being, or anything in that field. So for World Mental Health Week, we actually planned a series of activities and events in our school celebrating this. And I think Nyasa can expand on what those are. Um, so we had a few major ones, which were having guest speakers come in to sort of build that connection with the student body for mental health, and we also had a quote art wall, which is currently underway.、Um, so people can come up to specific bulletin boards in the school, and they can paste quotes, drawings, any form of creative expression to sort of promote、uh, creativity and mental health. Um, we're also working on a couple of video projects, like a kindness video. This year's theme for Mental Health Week was kindness.、Um, in another organization, we really liked that, and we wanted to pick up on that. So we made. We're planning to compile a short video of students, teachers, faculty, parents, anyone,、uh, to explain their experiences with kindness, like what it means to them, how other people have helped them. And we're also working to make a video in the style of Jubilee,、um, Spectrum from Jubilee. And in the video, we'll have students from all different age groups come and explain their perspectives on certain statements regarding mental health. Yeah, you know the thing that I love about what you guys are doing is that this is all student-led, and it's、um, it's it's your baby, it's your project. What's your motivation behind, you know, kickstarting something like this and wanting to do something around mental health?、Uh, perhaps we can start with you, Henning. So personally, Nyasa and I actually thought of these ideas on our own and eventually got connected through one of our counselors. So how I first thought of this idea to specifically implement this into CIS was I attended the Hong Kong Positive Schools Network Symposium, where it was、um, a lot of counselors and members of the positive education community coming together. And there were lots of students from different schools and representing their respective mental health organizations. So we had a really collaborative and constructive conversation on what mental health improvement and well-being looks like in each of our schools. So what each、um, administration would do to encourage this well-being in each school. So after listening to all the other schools in Hong Kong and their perspectives on this, I was really inspired to do this in our own school, which I found that there was a gap in. Any sort of student-led organization discussing mental health. It was usually led by counselors, and although that is really like it's great and it's genuine, I feel like、um, having the extra perspective of students would be even more beneficial.、Hmm. So, for you, Nyasa, as a student, you know what made you want to start something like this、um, in your own school community?、Um, I think, as Heining mentioned, there was a gap in our community where I didn't realize. That we never had a platform to talk about mental health or a student group that promotes mental health from our perspectives, and I really wanted to be a part of that change because I think it's super important that as the world progresses as well and we become more aware of mental health and mental well-being,、um, I think it's super important that we can bring that change to our school as well. And being at the forefront of that,、um, sort of seeing other people's experiences as well as. Sort of understanding myself a bit more.、Um, it gave me a lot of passion to be working on a project like this to develop empathy and compassion for other people.、Mm, I really like what you say about you know developing empathy and compassion for others.、Um, do you think this is something that is learned? 
you know, by students? Or do you think that this is something that, you know, we naturally have or young people in general already have? Um, That's a really interesting question, actually, because in my opinion, you can't be taught empathy and compassion. You can't be it's not inherent either. It's it's something that you pick up from your own experiences and exposures. So students might experience different things and therefore take different things away from it. And from those experiences, people will slowly learn the importance of empathy and compassion, small words from other people that brighten up their day or something that someone else did for them that made a super big difference in their life, even though they never realized it. And sort of hearing about those experiences is so meaningful. And um, yeah, I guess that's... Yeah. Um, Heining, I've been wondering this just even as I'm listening to you both share about this this project is, you know, what are the kind of conversations you want to start around mental health? I mean, because mental health is so broad, you know, it's so general and kind of like, you know, as you mentioned earlier, you know, a lot of this conversation is started by counselors. So now that it's youth led in your school, what kind of conversations are you looking for? I think the most important thing that we want to spotlight is just genuine um opinions and perspectives from just our peers like someone that you might know or you know your friend in your class because I think that it gives another facet to them you know apart from just being someone that you interact with on a surface level you can understand their way of thinking how they're processing the same things that you two are also going through I think what's hard with counselors is that um, you know obviously with an age gap everyone's at a different stage of life and a different mentality in your maturity Um, so just having that sort of relativity with your peers and with your friends, or even if someone in a different year group, um, it brings more understanding and who knows, probably better friendships out of this. Yeah, uh, that totally resonates with me as well. I mean, Kelly as an organization started as a youth initiative for with young people, helping other young people around social and emotional issues. So what you guys are doing is uh, super inspiring as well for us. Um, I'd love to hear um, a little bit more about how the rest of the school community is responding to you all as you are, you know, project managing this, as you're coming up with all these ideas. How has everyone else been responding so far? Nyasa, how about we start with you? The first time I really realized what impact we were making in this community was really early in the process when we were sending out application forms to the student body to tell them, that we would like other students to be working with us on this. And um, the responses that we got in that form were so touching when people were sharing about their personal experiences. And even people who messaged me afterwards saying, I love this initiative you're doing. It's super meaningful and I'm so glad you brought this community. I was planning to do something like this myself as well. And I love that you guys were able to provide that platform. I think that was really motivating for us and sort of taught us a lot about what how people would be responding. Of course, it's going to take a long time to get not only the administration of the school, teachers, students, younger students um, involved and understand our purpose and cause in the school. I think hopefully through the project, we can show that mental health doesn't always have to be a binary topic, which is surrounded by mental illness and dark thoughts and sort of very heavy topics. It can be something empowering and colorful and bright as well. That's what we want to bring to the school. So as you guys have been preparing for all of this, Heine, have you guys faced any challenges in your organizing or as you've been kind of putting things together? I think the main challenge that we've been going through is just scheduling with um, obviously the administrative team and everything going on. 
Of course, COVID is um, another facet to this. We want to have both online opportunities and also in person. And we're lucky enough that we have like half of the student body um, in our school at a time. So the biggest challenge was probably um, organizing a guest speaker to come to speak during one of our assemblies. I think our school plans like months in advance of what they're going to do for each sort of session. And just squeezing that in was really hard for them and us to um, organize together. But I think that generally the school and um, our counselors are quite supportive of the student-led initiative. And they're more than happy to help us out. That's really cool. Um, do you have ideas of how this mental health week for your school is gonna look like in years to come? To be honest, since we're quite early on, I think these ideas were things that were quite personal to us, which is why we decided to implement them. But as time passes, of course, we would like to have more people involved with us that can present new perspectives and ideas. So obviously, it's quite an ever-changing process in the future. Of course. We'd be happy for people to use our ideas, but it would be great like if people could bring their own perspectives and ideas of their own to this initiative. And as time passes, the effects of that time on the initiative as well. I mean, I really love that you guys are creating a positive conversation around a different aspect of mental health. Um, where is that coming from? Is this something that you feel is a youth perspective? Um, whereas, you know, adults often look at mental health in youth and go, oh, it's all the negative stuff. Um, do you think that perspective of wanting to look at it from a positive perspective is more coming from you as a young person? Um, yeah, so what do you think? Um, I think that's super interesting because it's actually something I've been thinking about a lot, how, as I mentioned before, mental health doesn't have to be all dark. Um, it doesn't have to be something that's shied away from in, in hopes that people will just gradually get better by themselves. I think one of the major focuses for me when I started thinking about peace of mind was thinking about how to make this unconventional, how to educate the student body that mental health isn't as sort of downtrodden and boring as some of them might have heard in the past. As Haining mentioned, when some older counselors or older teachers might talk about mental health, they might have some quite outdated thinking styles, not to say that we have that support, but generally adults, um, we would like to like break that barrier and provide a youth perspective because to show that we can be educated too, we can be learning, we can be in this process as well. I'm thinking as you're sharing this, you know, what do you think adults actually need to be thinking about when they have conversations with, with young people like yourselves around social media? What are some of the conversations you think actually that need to then take place? Adults, when they look at social media, it doesn't have to be all polarized. Um, people might tend to think that social media creates arguments. And while there are some aspects of social media that that form of communication allows you to do that, I think it also, rather than looking at it as a sort of contentious topic, you can see it as a way for other people to communicate better and share their individual ideologies and perspectives on certain issues and I think as we have access to more social media something that I think youth also need to work on is learning how to communicate effectively and kindly with one another on social media because um, we can use it to our advantage really well if we're able to do that it doesn't have to be something that people are feel pressured by or um, sort of boost or bring down their ego because of something that someone else said it can be something positive and 
sort of you learn new things rather than uh, being attacked. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Thank you so much for sharing that, uh, both of you. Um, so as we wrap up, there's been a question that's been lingering in the back of my mind: is where and how did you come up with peace of mind? Um, this was actually a super random idea of mine. I was just in the shower, and it just came into my mind that um, it, it's quite a common phrase. But I think once we think more deeply into it, that peace of mind is actually super related to mental health and mindfulness. And I think it's a super cute name as well. There's a lot we can do with the concept.、Um, something we decided to do for our social media pages and promotions was. Go for like more of a retro theme because that kind of 1970 vibes on people's thoughts about peace and harmony after wars and conflicts in the past. Yeah,、oh, that is super cool.、Um, so as we wrap up, and actually it's been so fun to have you both here to share about your project, but also just to hear how you as students have started an initiative on your own school campus.、Um, I know that there's probably a lot of young people out there who are going to different schools in Hong Kong or maybe outside of Hong Kong who are thinking about starting something like this for their own school or getting involved.、Um, what's one tip that you would like to share with them? Um, I would say that the most important tip. This does sound cliche, but make sure it's coming from a genuine place. I think as long as your intention is there, and you know, of course, you're going to make mistakes along the way. And I think when you are sort of broadcasting a topic like mental health, you have to be careful with what you say to make sure you're not affecting anyone in a negative way. But I think that definitely have a support system. You know, a team is so much more fun than just. Running it yourself, even if it's leadership, like have a core group, you know, bounce ideas off each other. I would also suggest having sort of complementary skills that you could work off of one another. So, personally, for example,、um, I do a lot of the artistic graphics or、um, aesthetics of everything that we do, and Niasa is a lot more organized, and she does the communications and emails. So, in that way, we work really well together, and there's not really that kind of clash. So, I would say definitely find. You know, good people that you trust and you know will support you, but also、um, do it in a way that your skills can shine through and you can complement one another. That's awesome, Niasa. Do you want to add anything else?、Um, something I'd like to add was it's super important to remember that nobody's perfect. I think don't have the expectation for yourself that you always need to be right because I think that what resonates with students the most these days is being able to show your imperfect sides and learning from your experiences.、Um, While mental health is, it's quite difficult to talk about things like mental health because you have to put a lot of thought into it in what you say. Since people react differently to different things,、um, just remember that everyone is looking in each other's best interests. Everyone wants to make society a better place, so don't take criticism too badly. And just think about the fact that people are looking to you for this because of the fact that you are also willing to change. Thank you so much. And on that note, we'll have to say goodbye.、Uh, thank you so much, Nyasa. Thank you so much, Hining, for joining us today and sharing with us your project. And I hope those of you who are listening today are inspired.、Um, check out their Instagram page.、Uh, we'll link it down in our podcast. Celebrate World Mental Health Day well this year. Bye, guys. Thank you. Thanks for listening. This season is made possible by the Jockey Club Community Sustainability Fund as part of the Smart Youth Health Project. This Hong Kong Life is an initiative of Kelly Support Group. We are a youth organization empowering young people to reach their full potential in Hong Kong. If you like the show, please subscribe and get new episodes every week. We would love to hear from you, so nominate yourself or a friend to share next. 
Leave us a message or drop us a note at hklife at kely.org. See you next time. 